Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions while he gave me the teachings I share here. Most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishprapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harane Pakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Eja Veja Gatameva Samsara Nava Setave Prabhave Sava Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshvara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Svarupa Svasvabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Your own essence, your own isness, your own beingness, O Shiva. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namah. Where are you coming from? I'm headed deeper within, I'm delighted to say, a continuum of the process I've been in for decades, quite wonderfully. The way I'm doing it is the way that has always worked for me, to sit myself down at my guru's feet, where the energy flows strongest. I'm in India, in Ganeshpuri, meditating at the meditation temple of my guru's guru. I'm sitting where my Baba sat. It is monsoon here, a great time for meditation. All the usually brownish shrubs and trees turn bright green when the rains arrive, vibrant colors of green as they come alive in the annual rains. I once sat on the beach in Mumbai and watch the monsoon clouds roll in from the sea. It's such a glorious arrival. 
especially after the summer temperatures ranging up to 110 or 115 degrees Fahrenheit. You know, the rains keep this from being a desert. Monsoon rain is intense and frequent and strong, so strong that the streets turn into creeks. Traveling anywhere is more difficult than usual. I was once riding in a tuk-tuk in a motorcycle rickshaw that was picked up by the creek flowing down the street. We were almost washed into the river. The tuk-tuk driver gunned the motor and leaned out to push with one foot to keep us on land. And then he stopped at a bus stop and picked up two teenage boys to ride with us to make the vehicle heavier. He dropped me off and then took them to their destination. Smart driver. You know, you can download recordings of rain along with ocean and other background noises. Here, it is real. Off and on 24 hours a day. This is a time that yogis hole up and stay in one place called Chaturmas, meaning four months. It's time to hunker down and dive deep within. One of the reasons I love monsoon. Just a couple of days ago, it was a big event at Nityananda's temple starting at 4.20 a.m. Like they do every day for the formal rituals and Vedic chants. In addition, a group of devotees were here from Kerala, another state in India, and they brought their temple drums. We had an hour and a half of drumming with the Brahmins chanting. There were about 600 of us being bathed in the surround sound in the last part while the priest waved a flame to Nityananda, first using a small flame holder and then a bigger one and then a bigger one and then a bigger one that's got tiers of flame holders shaped almost like a Christmas tree. And all the while the drums were drumming and the bells were ringing. I've asked our AV team to play the drums for you. So they're gonna play a couple of minutes of drums.
was, as always, an ecstatic morning, but more than usual. The next day, the temple was quiet again. A small town built around a great being and his legacy, giving enlightenment to all who want it and relieving suffering for those who have that focus. As I walked around his life-size murti, his enlivened statue, a man darted into line in front of me. I'm happy to let anyone in as I get to stand there next to Nityananda for longer when people cut in. The man reached out to hold Nityananda's hand and his face screwed up into a grimace of great pain. He sobbed and bowed his head low. He stayed only for a moment and then darted away. I didn't see his face as he left, but I know what happened for him. His pain was relieved. Some people come motivated by pain and when their pain is relieved by the energy flowing through such a great being, they leave again but they continue to live their life the same way, so the pain returns. I came to my Baba for pain, yes, but when he relieved me of the pain, I saw that there was so much more available, so I stayed. I followed into that spot next to Nityananda's Murti as the man darted away, and I bowed my head and touched Nityananda's foot, and then his hand, only an instant, maybe two, three seconds. And then I stumbled forward myself, completely intoxicated. Ah, yes, that is his name. Nitya, eternal Ananda bliss, Nityananda. Then I went back to my room and meditated, more bliss. What are you looking for? What do you need? I used to come for pain relief. Myself, the pain of being merely human. A form of consciousness, yes, but it was clear to me I was in a contracted state of being a contracted form of consciousness. My Baba, who was Nityananda's disciple, freed me from my pain and gave me more. He gave me bliss. And more than that, he gave me my own self and empowered me to share so that you get what I got. You get your own self so you know who you are. That's why I'm in Ganeshpuri for more of the above. My Baba got to sit at his Guru's feet for 15 years including six years after Baba got enlightened, how sweet. I didn't have that luxury. My Baba left his body before I was able to melt into what he had given me. The attainment of self is a melting, a surrender into your own divinity, an inner enlivening and a delight in being and in seeing all as Shiva. I do love the photos of my two Babas together, like the one opposite my seat in the meditation hall in Downingtown. There are the two who are only one, 
the one being two while being one. When you know your own self, you're coming from your own self all the time. Living in openness, integrity, joy, and generosity. This is truly the best way to live. Where are you coming from? Most people, most of the time, are coming from anxiety or neediness or laziness and greed. Too much of that going around, you know. But when you are at your best, your caring about other people shows. Your willingness to tackle the hard stuff is right up front. Your heart is full. You're not looking for others to fill you up or to make you feel worthy. You are present in your own presence, caring and sharing and being when you are at your best. I'd like to see you living at your best all the time. You'd probably like it too. And everyone who knows you would appreciate it as well. So if you're not motivated to get self-realized on your own account, you're not even motivated to do it for me, do it for them. The world needs more enlightened beings. Baba said it beautifully. The enlightened state is the culmination of meditation. In this state, our limitations vanish. Our sense of individuality melts away. We attain divine vision so that we no longer see this world as filled with duality and diversity. Your limitations vanish? Your sense of separateness melts away? You attain divine vision? Really, Baba? Yes, really. For anyone, Baba? Yes, for anyone and for everyone. Instead of holding yourself off separate and different from others, you see that your own essence is the same. There is only one divine reality, that one who is being all. Baba explained this. Instead of seeing differences, between man and woman, east and west, past and future, we understand this whole universe is an expansion of our own self. We realize that everything is a play of consciousness and that just as the bubbles and waves of the ocean arise and subside in the ocean, whatever exists arises and subsides in the self. Where did this world come from? Of what is it made? I remember when Joni Mitchell sang, we are stardust, billion year old carbon. We are golden. Yes. But who made the stars? And what are they made out of? 
Baba said, whatever exists arises and subsides in the self, which is your own self, the one self, the one divine reality being you. This is why I meditate, to immerse myself in that one, the one that is being me while being you, while being all. Baba said, after one has reached this state, one no longer has to close one's eyes and sit for meditation. Meditation goes on all the time. It's true. I remember reading an interview with another well-known guru from the 50s and 60s and 70s, Swami Satchirananda. The reporter asked him, what do you experience when you meditate? Satchirananda said, I don't meditate. What? Really? But you're telling us to meditate? Yes, you must meditate because you're not experiencing yourself in the midst of life. So you need a time out, which is really a time in. And once you get all the way in there, you're inside, looking out. Once you get all the way in there, you're inside, looking out. Baba explained further, describing your future. During formal meditation, one experiences the highest bliss. But even in the waking state, one experiences the joy of samadhi, the inner absorption, seeing the entire waking world as an expansion of the same consciousness. Wherever one looks, one sees God. Whatever one hears, one hears God. This is known as the state of natural samadhi, Baba said, the state of great beings. And in this state, one continually drinks the bliss that is in the heart. So I'm here in Ganeshpuri to immerse myself more fully in the grace of the one who gave my Baba what he got so he could give me what I've gotten so far so I could share with you. But what I have to give when you receive it from me, it doesn't deplete me. And it doesn't make you greater, for you are already great. You simply don't realize your own greatness. That's why I'm here, to deepen within a continuation of the process I've been in for decades quite wonderfully. The way I'm doing it is the way that has always worked best for me, to sit myself down at my guru's feet where the energy flows strongest. All my love and blessings from Ganeshpuri. Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha